Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's up? It's your homegirl, Complex Angel, and I'm the Vibe. And it's your girl, Queen K. I'm the Vision. And welcome back to another episode of Queens with Vibes and Vision. I'm sorry, that lady counting down when she says six, it gets me every time. <laughs> I'm sorry. How was your week? <laughs> um, My week leading up to today was pretty good. Um, I had a couple of clients this weekend, so it was pretty it was it was a lot of work to do this weekend. I ain't gonna hold you up. Um I am ready and preparing for my trip this Friday. I'm going on a little weekend mm-hmm. girls trip to Atlanta. So I'm 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 looking forward to that. I'm packing my stuff as we speak now. But um other than that, it's been pretty good. Y'all already know. God gave me another day. I'm here, I'm ready. Last week, you know, because of some Health problems. I wasn't here in one serious series, y'all. Don't think I'm dying. I'm not on my deathbed. But just due to some health problems, I had to just take a little break. I was in a little pain, just take a little break. But other than that, God gave me the opportunity to see another day. He let my kids wake up this morning. So I'm blessed because he continues to cover me. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. How about you? Um, It was a good weekend for me. I went to Michael's and Joanne Fabrics. I'm back on my painting with, you know, my painting uh, vibe. I'm not a free drawer. I cannot draw, but I love painting jewelry boxes and bejeweling them. And um, I just started back that. It's been very therapeutic. Um, went to open mic last Monday, you know, because I'm trying to really get in. I'm trying to get myself to finish the book out of darkness. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of times where I come across having writer's block, but you know, I went there. They wanted me to perform, but I'm like, no, I'm just here to, you know, listen. <laughs> I'm just here to be <laughs> But overall, it was a good week. You know, I woke up. Um, I'm just asking God for strength every day, so I can't complain. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Okay, well, without further ado, we're going to jump right into the AO Kings and Queens quote for the day. Y'all have two. Both of them are sponsored by Pinterest. Um, the first one says... <laughs> The first one says, the discomfort you feel, breathe into it. Don't run. Know that when you're not comfortable in a situation or a certain time period, just know that it's time for change. And change is difficult to adjust to. So it's okay. Don't mm-hmm. run from it. Let change happen. It will help evolve you. You know, just it, it changes growth. Always remember that. Okay. If it's uncomfortable, that means it's just time to grow. That's it. Be happy with that discomfort. Like they said, breathe into it. Don't run from it because I'm telling you it's going to benefit your life, and I have to think about that for myself. Um, my next one, now, I just recently got hooked to Game of Thrones, okay? And um, I've watched all all the seasons, all the episodes, favorite top top five show, like, okay? So one of them, um, it says, once you've accepted your flaws, no one can use them against you. And that was by Tyrion Lannister. Y'all know he's called the imp, whoever watches Game of Thrones. But he was the dwarf of the family. And he pretty much told um, Jon Snow, who was a bastard, that, you know, don't let them use your flaws against you. If I call you a bastard, be happy about it. Know who you are because the moment that they can use that against you, you're weak in their eyes, you know, because you let your anger consume you. So with that being said, I've learned that nobody can hurt me with my truth. I'll say it. You know, I can speak my truth, 
But if you try to use those words against me to attack me, you can't hurt me because I've already identified with it. I've already accepted it. So always accept your flaws, y'all. Don't look at them as flaws. Look at them as perfect little imperfections, okay, if you want to put a fancier tune on it. But just know that your flaws don't define who you are. Come to face with them so you can't let nobody use that as ammo against you. So that is my Ayo King and Queen quote for the week. Um, Now we're going to jump right into my lay tips for the hair. Now, y'all, okay. As a hairstylist, I deal with clients, I deal with younger clients, little girls. Um, and what I've started doing to prevent breakage, because a lot of their hairstyles require rubber bands. So what mm-hmm. you can do to reduce the breakage that, that comes from rubber bands, because who likes using those little elastic things? They pop easy, okay? I hate <laughs> using the elastic bands. I love using rubber bands because they're more secure. But what you can do is take some take some oil, mainly like a heavier type of oil, and soak your rubber bands in. I always get the big container, and I always soak them in my own hair oil that I make. But um, soak them in a heavy oil. That way it it will produce breakage, and then it will also nourish the client's scalp while in that protective style. It's like a win-win. So that is my hair tip for the day. And we're going to jump right into that sipping tea for the soul topic. Complex, what's, complex what is it? So tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about self-sabotage. Um, if you haven't noticed, every season, me and Queen K, we always interview each other on something that we are struggling mm-hmm. of our life. So, you know, this season, um, Queen K came to me and said that she's struggling with what I think we all struggle with, self-sabotage. Yeah. Right into it. All right. So first question is, Queen K. What does self-sabotaging mean to you? Oh, okay. Self-sabotaging is anything I inflict on myself. Um, It could be like a defense mechanism. It could be me trying to, what is it called, damage control. Anything Mm -hmm. that I do to myself to avoid a situation, I feel like it's self-sabotaging. It could be, you know, um, telling myself something that I can't do, knowing that I can, or knowing that I should just try first. It could be me harming myself physically. Um, It could be me, you know, tearing down my own mental. Um, It's just all about anything I inflict on myself. Okay. You know, it's crazy that you say that when you say, like, the whole defense mechanism thing, because when I was – I did a little research – on self-sabotaging to help me come up with the questions. And, you know, Mm -hmm. one of the things that it said was that, you know, like self-sabotaging can happen subconsciously without you knowing that it's happening. And it becomes like second nature to us. You know what I'm saying? Like some of the things Mm -hmm. that I found out about self-sabotaging was procrastination. And that really does hinder a person. I'm like, damn, I do that all the time. You know, like, And I didn't see it as self-sabotage. I just saw it as like, you know, me just not feeling like not feeling confident enough to to finish it, but I can see how it is self sabotage. So that ties into my next question for you. Um, when did you first learn you were self sabotaging? Because when I heard about the procrastination thing, you know that that develops over time, not feeling confident enough because mm-hmm. you know something that happened in your childhood. So like, when did you first learn that you were self sabotaging? 
Um, I learned that I was self-sabotaging probably in my teen years, but I didn't identify with the self-sabotaging. I just thought it was, like I said, a defense mechanism. Um, one, because of stuff that happened in my childhood, I never felt pretty enough. So I will always beat anybody to the punch. You know, if somebody wants to talk about my skin, I will already, you know, laugh. You know, I will already say the joke before they can even say anything. Hell, that's probably not even what they were thinking. Um, mm-hmm. I also started self-sabotaging. Uh, well, when I started realizing it is when I got into my second relationship. Um, because the first one, you know, it was still young. I was still young. I didn't really, I didn't, I didn't know what I, what was going on. But the second one, I realized that I felt like, okay, I'm going to hurt myself before you can hurt me. Or I'm going to think the negative in this situation before it comes out to be, you know, a negative. And then, you know, you can't hurt me if I didn't already hurt myself pretty much. I'm prepping myself. So I would mm-hmm. do a uh, little stuff to, um, just pretty much get myself prepared. But those are the, the main main two times where I really identified with self-sabotaging. But like I said, I witnessed it as, well, I saw it as a defense mechanism because my thing is I've always been brought up to, it, I, I have to hurt myself first. I don't want you to do it because I don't want you to see me as weak. So I didn't, I could probably say when me and you first had to talk is when I finally realized, well, damn, I am doing a lot of self-sabotaging. So, yeah. Yes. Um, okay. Well, <clears throat> someone once said that self-sabotaging is um, when you want a way out of something that isn't working for you. And mm-hmm. when I first heard that, I was like, wow, you know, like that's, that's definitely me. Because, you know, there have been times where like um, back in college, I'm not going to even lie, I was very promiscuous. And you know, when I would feel a certain type of way, I would call up a guy to have sex. And I would go through the process of, do you really want to be like that? You're on the straight and narrow, you know what I'm saying? You're you're trying to find God. You're trying to, you know, like mm-hmm. really, at the time, I thought that I had to be put all together. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, are you sure you want to do that? Because if you do that, God's not going to like you. But it's like I had the sex because I wanted a way out of being perfect, something I knew I wasn't. So, like, what is your take mm-hmm. on that? Because that. I do feel like self-sabotaging is your way of running away from something because, like I said, that's why we do it. You know, we're protecting ourselves. We're trying. We're not trying to deal with any emotions or feelings. We just, you, you know, we, we want to do the worst because we already think it's the worst outcome. Like mm-hmm. um, with me, I would say that I self-sabotage my own career. I've been putting off my growth process. Like I know I, y'all hear me speak about growth and change and it all being so good, but I self-sabotage myself because I already, I put myself down about, oh, this is the only job that you'll ever be able to find. Nobody, you know, you, this is all you know, so nobody else is going to want to accept that this is all you know. And then it's, oh, well, I got my kids. I can't leave them behind. You know, at least this job allows me to work with my kids. Me putting off Mm -hmm. school thinking that, oh, well, you're just going to, you know, you don't have the money to do that. But it's all me just trying to protect myself from the what if. I feel Mm -hmm. like at the end of the day, we're running from the what if this happens. Like what if we're not deemed this perfect or what if we don't meet this standard? You know, we're going to go ahead. Well, at least I try. You know, that's how I feel Mm -hmm. about that. 
No, I definitely, and, and what you just said, it just really resonated with me because it's like, you know, we get into that pattern of staying at a job, you know, especially when we try to apply somewhere else and we get rejected, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, if, if you didn't have the resource of how to get back up, you know, like people say, if it didn't kill you, it made you stronger, but it's like, what does that mean? You know, give me the resources exactly. on how you got back up, you know, because it just makes me want to run. And, and it's like you say, you stay there because like, okay, I'm not qualified. Cause I was in the same yep. boat as you, you know what I'm saying? Like filling out applications day after day before I got picked up by MCO. Cause I was, I was tired of my boss. The one I dragged on mm-hmm. last week, I was tired. <laughs> and it got to a point where I said to God, yo, you got to be something you know I'm frustrated but I I felt like it like you know what I'm about to just give up and run because when when we don't see when we don't see the outcome for ourselves that's when we want to run and it's and and it's so hard but I'd be like dog I really got to stop saying let go and let God and I don't trust that he gonna work it out so yeah what you just said that spoke to me (laughs) um my next question do you feel we self-sabotage even more when we stay in relationships that are no longer serving us. I know you're about to read my life. <laughs> Hell yeah, we do. <laughs> I was that one, okay? Um, yes, we definitely do. When we realize that the relationship is no longer working for us, we still try to work it out because we're fearing, you know, our, the, the moment that we start self-sabotaging, when we feel like, oh, I'm going to be alone, oh, I don't want to be alone. So we're actually hindering ourselves staying in a relationship out of our fear of being lonely and it never works because my thing is we need to learn how to be by ourselves um because you got to think they're going to keep doing what you allow in that relationship and if your your main reason to stay in there is just because you fear being alone they're going to feel like you're you'll tolerate their bullshit you'll keep putting up with it so why not do it one step worse you know every time it's always worse my mama told me every time you let a man disrespect you and you accept him the disrespect gets worse and worse and worse, like, every time. And that was some true shit, like, that my mom ever said. And when we stay in these relationships, that's actually us, you know, self-sabotaging ourselves. Because who wants to feel that hurt? You know, especially when we know we're worth so much more, but we don't feel like that mentally. That's why you, we have to get right mentally first. I really feel it because if we're not all the way together in there, we'll allow shit that we shouldn't. Like, we'll put mm-hmm. up with stuff just because we feel like, okay, well, at least they're giving me something, you know? At least they, they're here. You know, like when you stand in a relationship, it's like, oh, well, at least they're here every night. Well, no. What about the mm-hmm. other shit you're putting up with? Like, I went through some stuff in the last mm-hmm. two years of my last relationship, and it was just like, okay, I saw the disrespect getting worse only because mm-hmm. I kept allowing him to come back. But I'm yeah. telling you, that's a method, that's self-sabotaging right there. Hell, be alone. It's okay. We're stronger than what we think we are. It's fine. Yeah. You're going to move on. You're going to bounce back. Don't let, I think fear is the reason that we self-sabotage in the first place. Like, that's the main reason that we, you know, because we, like you said, we're going to keep saying that God going to help us through, but then we're not believing it. So you have mm-hmm. to put all your trust in him, and he'll get you through any situation. But, yeah. Right. Staying in a relationship that we know is not good is definitely a form of self-sabotage because we're not letting ourselves grow. We're not accepting the change. Yeah, that part. Okay. Um, well, I know you said that fear had, does, does play a big part, but, like, what do you think 
um, what do you think played a part in you becoming a self-sabotager? Like, because, you know, over time, we, we we are shaped into these type of people. You get what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. um, I was just listening to a video about OCD the other day, and the girl said, you know, OCD is a part of, you know, trauma. And, you know, mm-hmm. I remember, like, it, it made me think about it. Like, you know, because I felt like I didn't have anything else in control of my life, I tried to have something that I could be in control of by keeping my CDs in order. You know, I was trying to find yeah. boundaries in some part of my life because I didn't have it. And that was a big sign of OCD. So, like, what do you think played a part of you becoming a self-sabotager? My childhood. My, um, okay. You know, I'm not going to get on here and try. I mean, my childhood was one for the books, baby, okay? A lot of people wouldn't wouldn't have survived what I went through. Yeah, I'm here mm-hmm. today. I'm not going to keep, I'm not going to use that against my parents because at the end of the day, I I chose to forgive them. So it's hard for me to move on from it, but I am, okay? But my mm-hmm. childhood is the reason that I self-sabotage. When you're used to not getting shit, mm-hmm. you know, it, you, you build up this, this toughness and you yeah. start to build up these defense mechanisms to where you're protected even if you don't get something like I've seen a lot of shit that I've wanted and don't get in my childhood. So now as an adult, if I see stuff and I know I can't physically get it on my own, I'll say, oh, it wasn't for me. You know, I'll start that process already in my head so that way it won't hurt my feelings if I don't get it. But I will say my childhood traumas is what shaped me into this self-sabotaging mode because, I mean, hell, like people be like, oh, I had to get it out the mud. No, baby, I was really there rolling in it. Okay, so, um, you know, that's just me protecting me. That's that's how it always been. Um, no, I definitely, I definitely respect that. Um, I can definitely say the same thing for me. Like, my grandma really tried to give us everything, but she also, I told you, wanted to teach us the value. You know, like we would only mm-hmm. buy new clothes once a year, and then the rest was at thrift stores. You know, because she had to make ends meet. You know. She, finances were tight because of what she was dealing with with her husband and his drug addiction. So, like, it was a lot going on, but I definitely understand, like, the whole self-sabotaging thing, you know, like, but mine mine played a big part of rejection. I didn't like feeling rejected, Mm. you know, and my mom played a part in that. So that's what made me self-sabotage. Like, I remember I would write letters to guys saying that I liked them, and I'd be like, it's okay if you don't like me back. Like, I was Mm. already putting a rejection in there, and it's crazy. But... Okay, so when I was looking up self-sabotage, it was saying that procrastination, binge eating, playing damage control, and cutting ourselves mm-hmm. is um is a part of self-sabotaging. You know, like it, it was more on the list, but, you know, those are the ones that really stood out to me. Do you think if what you said in the last question, you know, about your childhood, do you think um, if it was reversed, if your childhood was reversed, that the outcome of your life would have been different? If it was reversed, um, yeah, I think so, because I've did everything on that list, baby. Like, uh, I'm not proud of it. Um, I'm still battling with procrastination. I will put some shit off until the last minute. I'm still working on that. (laughs) Um, But as far as the cutting, the binge eating, um, the damage control, I I had that bad. Um, mm-hmm. 
So I do feel like if my childhood was more stable, I could be more stable mentally um, Mm -hmm. because it did shape me. And it was a lot of stuff that I I feel like I shouldn't have had to experience as a child. Um, But because I did, it, it shaped my mentality, but it shaped it wrong. And I feel like, okay. like I said, if I had a more stable lifestyle, a stable childhood, a stable upbringing, it would have been a lot better than where I'm at. I wouldn't have experienced half as much shit as self, with, dealing with self-sabotaging as I do now. And now I'm okay. trying to break all of that and relearn. It's hard when you're 30 and trying to do this shit with three kids, okay, by yourself. Right. Um, right. But I do feel like if my childhood was better, like right now, I feel like I'm trying to give my kids a better childhood so that they mm-hmm. won't have to deal with the same things I dealt with. I don't want this to be a repeating thing with them. So yeah. mm. I feel like if I it was different, I, I would have been better off. I definitely respect that. Um, okay, got two more questions. Uh, do you think it's best to point out when a person is self-sabotaging a situation, like, you know, this could be a family member or a close friend or someone that you're intimate with, or do you think it's best to let them find out on their own? No, call me out. <laughs> I'm the type of person, <laughs> if you know, because I do it, like, without a thought anymore. Like, it's like second mm-hmm. nature for me to self-sabotage, and I don't even, I don't even be thinking about it. This is just my makeup. So if I'm mm-hmm. ever doing it, call me out on my shit. I need to know so I can change it because that's a part of me that I'm trying to change. I want to get out of the negative mind, mind frame. Like you always, every time I say something, like as far as my looks or something, you're like, I need you to stop right now. You are beautiful. What are you talking about? No, that will look right on. Like you call me out on my shit. So that's mm-hmm. what I be needing throughout the day because I get like this and I do it without even the thought, you know? It's just like, mm-hmm. it's second nature to me. So I'm the type of person. Now, at first, I didn't like being called out on it because I always felt like somebody was, like, um, when you used to tell me, oh, you're beautiful. Oh, well, you're just saying that because you're my friend. Like, no, it's mm-hmm. okay. Like, call me out now. I need to. Yeah. That'll help me grow. So, yeah. Okay. And um, <clears throat> last question. What have you learned about yourself tonight with doing this interview? That I'm still fucked up. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That I'm still. (laughs) I mean, hey, it's just real. Like, the emotions that I'm feeling right now and me reflecting on where all of this came from, it Mm -hmm. it let me know that I'm not as healed as I would like to believe. Um, I know I I have forgave things, but got a lot of work that I need to do. Um, mm-hmm. Like with the procrastination, I didn't really know that that was self-sabotaging, but when you said it, I thought about it like, damn, it do fall up under mm-hmm. that category. And I, like I said, I have that bad. I have that bad. Mm-hmm. I need to stop. But it just goes to show me that how I'm feeling right now, like I'm almost close to tears, just because mm-hmm. it makes me think about a bunch of stuff that went on, um, I'm not as healed as I think I am. I'm still, uh, I'm still a little damaged, <laughs> and it's okay because this is where I'm supposed to bring this to. I'm supposed to bring this to this platform because this is my outlet. But um, mm-hmm. it just made me realize that I'm not, I'm not as far as I thought I was. I, you know, honestly, I think the fact that you're able to get on a platform 
and even be open with it is further along than a lot of people because a lot of people don't even want to mention, oh, I'm fine. I don't self-sabotage. But, like, a lot of people act perfect. And, you know, we're going to get into that next week when you interview me. But I think that, honestly, yeah. the fact that you're getting up here to be open about it, because, honestly, Queen, I tell you all the time, I know you look up to me and everything like that, but I'm telling you, I'll be really just sitting, I'll be like, I am nowhere near where I need to be. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I had a slip back all week, you know, but I just keep praying to God, you know, and just, like, the fact that you're just taking that step to even want to learn about yourself, the fact that you get on here, knowing that we talk about some heavy shit every week, and then, you know, with our yeah. queens have problems too session, trust me, oh, you're, you're getting there. Because the old, the old net, you know, Queen K is involved. The old net was just like, no, nigga, I ain't got time. You would have found the way not to, <laughs> not to do it. So I commend you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Thank you, well, no, you're fine. Uh, that concludes uh, our segment. That was a dope-ass segment. Good questions, Complex. They Thank got me you. over here in my feelings. I'm, I'm a little, <laughs> little frazzled, okay? I ain't going to hold you up, but I'm going to be all right. We're going to rock out the rest of the show. <laughs> okay. Um, with that being said, what is that as a woman question complex? All right. So the as a woman question will probably make you smile. So as a woman, what are three strengths you have? Girl, that don't make me smile because I don't got shit. So I know this way. <laughs> um. Three strengths that I have. Let me see here. Oh, shit. What are they? Oh, I'm adventurous. I try anything once, okay? Just don't lock me in a room with clowns. I try anything once. (laughs) Uh, I have a great sense of humor. I feel like that is a strength because I can laugh now at, you know, I can just laugh and be happy about life. Like, I was not able to do that. I was a jokester, but it was, like I said, it was just me. Um, me sabotaging myself pretty much because mm. I wanted to be the first one to the joke. But now I can actually just laugh and smile about things. I can shrug them off. Another strength of mine is now I'm realizing that I'm a damn good mother. I do this mm. with three, and I, you know, I'm I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Like so, those are my three strengths to me. What about you, Complex? Um, three strengths I have. Uh. I'm very transparent. I'm I'm too transparent, yeah. you know, to the point where I don't even care. And people be like, yo, how how can you just get up there and say what you just <laughs> said? Um, I am very, uh, I, I, I want to make sure I'm useful. I'm very resilient. Like, I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm what the late June Miller, rest in peace, he told me, he said, you're the poster child for weathering the storm. And I didn't understand what that meant until now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying that my life is, you know, like the worst, but some storms that I have been through and to just come out of it, I'm like, wow, I I didn't really, you know, I'm, I'm still going because things that I thought, like I always used to joke that if my grandma passed, my world going to stop hasn't stopped yet. <laughs> you know, I'm even back to finding myself because I lost myself for the last three years. And I'm back to finding myself. Uh, I've had some little slipbacks and everything, but just just to see how, like, resilient I am in that area. And my last strength is um, 
the fact that I'm I'm a lover still after everything that I've been through. Like I refuse mm. to change that about me. And I just pray that God, you know what I'm saying, continues to bring people in my life who won't take advantage of that and who will really respect it and always do their best to reassure me. You know what I'm saying? Understand yeah. what I go through and, you know, just to just to reciprocate what I'm giving because after everything I've been through, everything, a lot of people will go cold-hearted, but I'm still this giving person. But um, it's when I don't, it's when I stop caring is when, you know, it becomes a problem. But I just refuse mm-hmm. to change and become cold-hearted. I'm just changing the people that I'm going to be a giving lover to, you know? So, yeah, yeah those are my kids. <clears throat> yeah, we all should reevaluate who we giving that energy to because a lot mm-hmm. of people can't keep that same energy. And we deserve it. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel mm-hmm. you, girl. Okay. All right. That was pretty light. I did like that. Thank you. Thank you. From the heavy mm-hmm. shit to the light. I like that. <laughs> okay. Um, our next segment is, girl, I see you. Complex. Who you putting in the spotlight? Okay. So, thanks a lot, Nick. Because Queen K. Because I can't pronounce her damn name. So, I'm going to just go. I got two, if that's okay. <laughs> I want okay. to shout out. Shanita for inviting me to this sister talk um this past weekend. It was a lovely conference. Um the the lessons that I took away from that is to check my emotions and you know to feelings on to someone else because the person's gonna move how they move and they won't always explain and you know, to just still forgive people, you know what I'm saying? Be thankful, you know what I'm saying, for what they give. Um and you know like just, like, don't even hate them for, you know. So I just want to say thank you because that shit hit from beginning to end. Like, I, I almost started crying. I had to t- turn the camera off because I don't like people to see me cry. But um, I want to say thank you for that. And uh, I also want to shout out Ijeoma. Wait. Ijeoma Cola. I, I cannot stand Queen K because she made me mess up. But she posted a real – she posted a real the other day that said you – are um you are fully enough all by yourself and it says you don't need someone who completes you they are not your better half you think when god created in his image he stopped halfway and said yeah i'll let someone else finish up you my love are fully Mm. enough all by yourself and by being comfortable in your whole self you attract people both friends and partners who see your honor and respect it and easily resist anyone who doesn't i needed to hear that Thank you so yeah, much, Angel. I see you. Yes. All right. Um, my spotlight is for all the March queens. March, February, and January queens. If it was your birthday, happy birthday, happy belated birthday. Um, another queen I see is I'm gonna give a shout out to my little sister. Um, her birthday is tomorrow. Uh, girl, I see you, even though you messed up the hairstyle that I did, but, you know, we're going to rock out anyway. Um, happy birthday to you. I love you. Um, I see you doing your thing. My baby about to graduate. I mean, she's going for her master's right now. She just moved into a bigger place. So I see you out here pushing. Keep on doing it, baby. Um, so that. that is all I have for my girl. I see you moment. All righty. So. Now we're going to jump into this girl. I got something to say. Y'all, okay. Uh, let me see. Let's see. 
I know if you listen, if you tuned in to Self Love is my rehab last night, uh, <laughs> you would have heard about the Kirk Franklin situation. Um, yes. I'm just going to say this. If that's your father, he can talk to you like that. If he brought, if he helped bring you into this world, he can talk to you like that. You a grown man trying to portray that you this young child, that you older than me. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to tarnish your father's uh, reputation because you didn't get your way. Because let's face it, that's all this was. You didn't get your way on something, so now you want to tarnish his reputation. But this man has already, always, and always will be transparent to the world. He's never hid his flaws from the world. And my thing is, I felt like Kirk Franklin and Plies was the same person. But hey, they're not. So, <laughs> I just feel like, y'all, stop trying to cancel him because the Christians are already talking about how they canceling Kirk. Leave that man alone. He is human, just like the rest of us. Don't cancel that man out because he cussed out his son. His son was being disrespectful. I'm not canceling him. I'm not canceling I'm not him. Either. People still listen to R. Kelly. I'm not canceling him. Whatever. Exactly. I'm not canceling him. And don't y'all take his music off of all the platforms and off the radio. Y'all better right. play Kirk Franklin. So, mm-hmm. that is all. Oh, and also, go watch Game of Thrones. And also, uh, <laughs> I did not like the way Good Girls ended. So, if you watch Good Girls, uh, it was pretty. Uh, ladies, we got to see Rio a lot more. That was like the only bonus. But still, it was. It wasn't. I didn't like it. But anyway, oh, see, I'm that is all like I have. I haven't even got the courage to watch it. See, uh-uh. Girl, it, it, it's, it's some parts like, oh, okay, yay. But then it started getting, uh, and then I hate the way it ended. Like, I was like, is it another episode? What happened? No, but real looks good, though. Oh, God. But anyway, <laughs> girl, he did. I'm, I'm not going to say his real name because he married, so I'm just stick with the character name. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, that is all I have for girl. I got something to say, y'all. Just love yourself, ladies. Love yes. yourself. All right. So complex, we gonna approach that ending with the no apology thought and the self affirmation. What is it? All right. So I got two no apology thoughts. The first one is, what's your relationship like with yourself? Do you always follow your instincts? And what I mean by that is. Do you put yourself first? Do you, you know what I'm saying, if if you're trying to stop texting somebody who you know is not good for you, do you really stop texting when they when they call or do you just give in, you know? Um, I say this because our relationship with ourselves is the most important. I promote self-love mm-hmm. a lot, and I'm learning this myself, you know. I have to apologize to myself so much for how how much I put myself back in. And a person will not respect you, you know what I'm saying, when you do that. They they won't respect you. They 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 will kiss it with these little sugar words. Like, of course, I always value. They don't respect you. People mm-hmm. will do to you what you allow. So please put yourself first. Don't text back if you know that it's going to only end up in tears. Don't self-sabotage, you know what I'm saying? Like, really work on getting to know you. Put yourself first. Go do something that makes you happy. I'm telling you because I'm learning that the more you become, the more you're okay with being by yourself, you're content with not depending on how others think. You're you're content with not depending on being in a relationship to help you thrive as a person. Um, Mm -hmm. And my second one is thank people for what they can give you. That's the good and the bad. 
in relationships. If a person, you know, makes you laugh, they make you happy, they give you the safe space to talk, but they're not fully ready to commit because they still have to battle their own demons, let them go. Don't be mad. Mm. Thank them for what they can give you because if you sit up there and you allow yourself to be mad, you're going to miss the blessing. You're going to miss the lesson yeah. behind it, and you're, it's going to, and that same situation is going to keep coming around. Let it go and thank them and move on for yourself. I'm telling you, Queens of Vibes and Visions and self Love My Rehab, these podcasts, is both to empower self, to empower the woman inside of you. Don't be afraid of who you are. Don't dim your light. Don't change for anybody. You know what I'm saying? Continue to be mm-hmm. you. And I say this to myself right now. Because what you think you can't get through, you done got through way worse, and you done bounce back. Yes. So you'll be okay. So with that being said, those are my no apology thoughts. And my self-affirmation tonight, believe it or not, is from um, – I had one from Pinterest, but I guess I can't find it. So I'm going to read the one called Positive Affirmations for Inner Peace. So it is, I will stop worrying about everything. I will live a healthy lifestyle. I will stop thinking about past events. I will forgive myself and others. I am becoming more at ease with myself. I will be more honest with myself. I will do what I love to do. I will take things on with a gentle approach. I will stop feeling the need to control everything, and I will let life play out on its own. That is my positive affirmation for inner peace. With that being said, I'm Complex Angel. I'm the Vibe. And I'm Queen K. I'm the Vision. And peace and love, we are out. Peace and love.